What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Sype, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. I am more sore than I have been in quite some time after today's racquetball game with my good friend Ronnie Moffat. Every Wednesday afternoon during our lunch breaks, the two of us head over to the Danville Recreation Center and try to wear each other out on the court. Well, between him being out of town and conflicting schedules, today was the first day that we have played in over three weeks. Needless to say, I am not in my teens or 20s anymore because I am paying for not stretching as much as I should have before our games. Lucky for me, Ronnie is also not in his teens or 20s anymore, so we were both terrible getting back into it today. I beat him to the club, and when I got there, both courts were being used by about 12 to 15 different children. Apparently, they usually are all at the pool, but it was temporarily shut down to fix a chlorine problem, so I thought I was going to have to wait. The staff there noticed me and said that it was not a problem, so they stuck all of the kids on one court to play wall ball, etc., while Ronnie and I played our games on the other court. We played our first game, and it was obvious that we needed some warming up. In fact, we went back and forth for about five minutes before anyone even scored a point. I ended up finding my groove and obliterated him for the first game. It was 15-3. to We took a quick break, and I went back in for our second game, which I again won 15-6 to this time. We came back out, and several of the kids had taken a break and were sitting outside in the hallway. We chatted with them as we caught our breath, and finally I asked them, All right, guys, who do you think is going to win the next game? They all placed their bets and picked their favorite, and nearly all of them chose Ronnie, by the way, merely because they found out that he wears size 15 shoes. (laughs) We took to the court, and I got ready to serve when I looked behind me. Ronnie, I said, and I motioned to the window. He turned around and looked. There were about 12 faces pressed up against the glass, anxious to watch these two adults duke it out on the racquetball court. We smiled. Oh, the pressure's on now, Ronnie said. I served, and suddenly we found ourselves thrust into a fast-paced game with the kids cheering on behind us. Ronnie quickly took the lead and never looked back. In fact, he smoked me 15-7 to that last game. About halfway through it, the kids all disappeared because the pool reopened, and I can't blame them. I would much rather swim than watch me hit a ball. But it was fun while it lasted. Having someone there watching and cheering you on and in your corner is exciting, especially when it's coming from a fun bunch of kids. It gave us energy knowing that they were behind us and pushed us to play even harder than we would have if we were all alone. 
As I drove home to grab a much-needed shower, I thought about how important it is to know that you have people behind you, cheering you on in every area of our lives, especially when it pertains to our faith. I know a few weeks ago we already highlighted Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1-2, through 2, but I want us to just focus in on the context of that passage and then we'll read it again. Hebrews chapter 11 is dedicated to men and women of faith that we read about throughout the scriptures. In fact, it's often referred to as the Hall of Faith. People like Noah, Abraham, Moses, the judges, and many more are all discussed and commended for their faith. It is then that we read the following words. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that is set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. What gives us courage, motivation, and strength to run this race with endurance? to keep pushing forward, and to give it our absolute best in this life and our walk of faith. Is it not in part because of this great cloud of witnesses? Just consider all those that have gone before us, faithful men and women that faced great and difficult challenges, and yet they endured and held fast to their trust and hope in God. These faithful witnesses, this great audience, now stands by and watches us in our own race, cheering us on and reminding us that we can do it, to not give up. They remind us that we are not alone in our struggles, and that if they made it, so can we. That gives me courage, and it gives me renewed resolve to fight the good fight just like they did. But not only this, I am given that same level of encouragement when I know that my brothers and sisters in Christ that are here now are behind me and support me too. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, we read, Therefore encourage one another and build one another up, just as you are doing. As the church, we should know with certainty that we always have each other's backs. What a beautiful picture the church is when we behave in such a way. When older mothers are there to encourage and lift up a tired, discouraged younger mother. When older men are there to instruct and support, not belittle, the younger men of the congregation. When members are not afraid of their shepherds, but run to them when they are afraid. Knowing that you have your church family behind you and in your corner gives you strength and renewed zeal like nothing else in this life. I don't know who all is listening in today, but I want you to know that I'm behind you and I'm cheering you on. Let's lift each other up and let's help each other as we run this race of faith together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. 
Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above.